guest who is going to read a very creepy story. And we know a lot of y'all have listened to Ghost in the Burbs and y'all love it as much as we do. Sidebar, if you're not listening to Ghost in the Burbs, you should be. I mean, what are you doing other than listening to our podcast? Keep listening to us, but go Mm -hmm. listen to Ghosts in the Burbs. Yes. We know those of you that listen to Ghosts in the Burbs were super sad For the story to come to a close. And we know that you wanted to hear Liz's voice one more time. So here she is. Liz Sauer to tell us a creepy story. Footsteps. Posted in October of 2011 to the subreddit No Sleep by user 1000vultures. This is long, so I apologize for that. I've never had to tell this story with enough detail to actually explain it all anyway, but it is true, and it happened when I was about six years old. In a quiet room, if you press your ear against a pillow, you can hear your heartbeat. As a kid, the muffled rhythmic beat sounded like soft footsteps on a carpeted floor, and so as a kid, almost every night, just as I was about to drift off to sleep, I would hear these footsteps, and I would be ripped back to consciousness, terrified. For my entire childhood, I lived with my mother in a fairly nice neighborhood that was in a transitional phase. People of lower economic means were gradually moving in, and my mother and I were two of those people. We lived in the kind of house you see being transported in two pieces on the interstate, but my mom took good care of it. There were a lot of woods surrounding the neighborhood that I would play in and explore during the day, but at night, as things often do to a kid, they took on a more sinister feeling. This coupled with the fact that, due to the nature of our house, there was a fairly large crawl space underneath. It filled my mind with imaginary monsters and inescapable scenarios which would consume my thoughts when I was awoken by the footsteps. I told my mom about the footsteps, and she said that I was just imagining things, I persisted enough that she blasted my ears with water from a turkey baster once just to placate me, since I thought that would help. Of course it didn't. Despite all the creepiness and footsteps, the only weird thing that ever happened was that every now and then I would wake up on the bottom bunk, despite having gone to sleep on the top. But this wasn't really weird, since sometimes I'd get up to piss or get something to drink and could remember just going back to sleep on the bottom bunk. I'm an only child, so this didn't matter. This would happen once or twice a week, but waking up on the bottom bunk wasn't too terrifying. But one night, 
I didn't wake up on the bottom bunk. I'd heard the footsteps, but was too far gone to be woken up by them, and when I was awoken, it wasn't from the sound of footsteps or a nightmare, but because I was cold, really cold. When I opened my eyes, I saw stars. I was in the woods. I sat up immediately and tried to figure out what was going on. I thought I was dreaming, but that didn't seem right, though neither did me being in the woods. There was a deflated pool float right in front of me one of those ones shaped like a shark. This only added to the surreal feeling, but after a while it seemed like I wasn't going to wake up because I wasn't asleep. I stood up to orient myself, but I didn't recognize these woods. I played in the woods by my house all the time, so I knew them really well, but if these weren't the same woods, then how could I get out? I took a step and felt a shooting pain in my foot, which knocked me back to where I had just been laying. I'd stepped on a thorn, By the light of the moon, I could see they were everywhere. I looked at my other foot, but it was fine. And as a matter of fact, so was the rest of me. I didn't have another scratch on me, and I wasn't even that dirty. I cried for a little bit, and then I stood back up. I didn't know which way to go, so I just picked a direction. I resisted the urge to call out since I wasn't sure I wanted to be found by who or what might be out there. I walked for what seemed like hours. I tried to walk in a straight line and tried to course correct when I had to take detours, but I was a kid and I was afraid. There weren't any howls or screams, and only once did I hear any noise that scared me. It sounded like a crying baby. I think now that it was just a cat, but I panicked. I ran, veering in different directions to avoid big thicks of bushes and collapsed trees, and I was paying close attention to where I stepped because by that point my feet were in pretty bad shape. I paid too much attention to where I was stepping and not enough to where those steps were leading because not long after hearing the cry, I saw something that filled me with a kind of despair I haven't experienced since. It was the pool float. I was only 10 feet from where I'd woken up. This wasn't magic or some supernatural space bending. I was lost. Up until that moment, I thought more about getting out of the woods than how I got in, but Being back at the beginning caused my mind to swim. I wasn't even sure that these were my woods. I'd only been hoping that they were. Had I run in a huge circle around that spot, or did I just get turned around and start making my way back? How was I going to get out? At the time, I thought the North Star was just the brightest star, and so I looked and found the brightest one and followed it. Eventually, things started to look more familiar, and when I saw the ditch... A dirt ditch my friends and I would have dirt-clawed wars in. I knew I'd made it out. By that point, I was walking really slowly because my feet hurt so much, but I was so happy to be so close to home that I broke into a light jog. When I actually saw the roof of my house over a neighboring lower-set house, I let out a light sob and ran faster. I just wanted to be home. I'd already decided that I wouldn't say anything because I had no idea what I could possibly say— I would get back into the house somehow, clean up, and get into bed. My heart sank as I rounded the corner and my house came fully into view. Every light in the house was on. I knew my mom was up, and I knew I'd have to explain, or try to explain, where I'd been, and I couldn't even figure out where to start. My run became a jog, which became a walk. I saw her silhouette through the blinds, and though I was worried about how to explain things to her, that didn't matter to me at that point. 
I walked up the couple of steps to my porch and put my hand on the doorknob and turned. Right before I pushed it open, two arms wrapped around me and pulled me back. I screamed as loud as I could. Mom, help me, please, mom! The feeling of being so close to being safe and then being physically pulled away from it filled me with a kind of dread that is, even after all these years, indescribable. The door I'd been torn away from opened, and a flash of hope shot through my heart. But it wasn't my mom. It was a man, and he was enormous. I thrashed around and kicked at the shins of the person holding me, while also trying to get away from the person who had just come out of my house. I was scared, but I was furious. Let me go! Where is she? Where's my mom? What'd you do to her? As my throat stung from screaming and I was drawing in another breath, I became aware of a sound that had been present for longer than I'd perceived it. Honey, please calm down. I've got you. It sounded like my mom. The arms loosened and set me down, and as the man approaching me blocked out the porch light with his head, I noticed his clothes. He was a cop. I turned to face the voice behind me and saw that it really was my mom. Everything was okay. I began to cry, and the three of us went inside. I'm so glad you're home, sweetie. I was worried I'd never see you again. By that point, she was crying, too. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. I just wanted to come home. I'm sorry. It's okay. Just don't ever do that again. I'm not sure me or my shins could take it. A little laughter broke through my sobs, and I smiled a bit. Well, I'm sorry for kicking you, but why'd you have to grab me like that? I was afraid you'd run away again. I was confused. What do you mean? We found your note on your pillow, she said, and pointed at the piece of paper that the police officer was sliding across the table. I picked up the note and read it. It was a running away letter. It said that I was unhappy and never wanted to see her or any of my friends again. The police officer exchanged a few words with my mom on the porch while I stared at the letter. I didn't remember writing a letter. I didn't remember anything about any of this. But even if I sometimes went to the bathroom at night and didn't remember, or even if I could have gone into the woods on my own, even if all that could have been true, the only thing I knew at that point was, that isn't how you spell my name. I didn't write this letter. That was Footsteps by Reddit user 1000Vultures, and there's so much more to the story. You can find it on the subreddit No Sleep or buy the book Pen Pal by Daniel Auerbach, which I highly recommend. On the line with us right now, Liz Sauer from Ghosts in the Burbs. Cue all of y'all fangirling and boying because <laughs> we know that y'all love her just as much as we do. Hi, everybody. Thank you for having me on. Oh, this is so exciting. So Happy Halloween. <sighs> the high holy season. Yes. The high holy season. That's right. Which I got from you. Oh, it's the best time of the year. Did you crack up because I was so proud of myself when I did the text and brackets in the email? Yes. <laughs> I did. I was like, oh, that's great. <laughs> that's fantastic. Everything. Text and brackets. Side note. <laughs> Oh my! It's so weird hearing you say it because it sounds just like you. I know. <laughs> That's the strangest thing about podcasts. You feel like you know the people so well, mm-hmm. and their voices are so familiar. Yes. Oh, it's great. 
Well, I was going to say, when I was first listening, again, I knew no one who was listening to this Mm -mm. dang podcast. And I was like, I think it's real, but I don't know. (laughs) Donna, like, I remember her talking about, she because I'm telling you, Donna was OG. And I remember her talking about, like... I, look, I, I've, been a, I've been on a deep dive Googling. I don't know if this is real or not. Yes. And then I found yeah. something. I was like, it's not real. Okay. Because when you would do the text in brackets, I'd be like, oh, shit. She might have the sound clip on her website. And so like, oh. I looked and I was like, oh, she doesn't. Hmm. I wonder how I could hear what she heard. Like, I was yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. You do such a good job. A- at an it. amazing storyteller. Like, I can like amazing. Thank I cannot you. see what you do next. I can't. What? What? <laughs> Another stroke. Don't mind me. Just all the TIAs. Um, no, thank you. I wanted, like, the movie that frightened me the most was Blair Witch Project because I thought it yes. was, I just thought it was 100% real. Going home that night, getting out of the car, I was just crying because I was so frightened and it was wonderful. Like, the exact thing that I just had been looking for. And I, you know, when I started the blog, just about a month before I started the actual podcast, I was like, what if I could just put this out there as real and see? Because it's a lot like that found footage, all that stuff. It's like a found mm-hmm. footage yeah. blog podcast kind of. And most people like make it to about like two or three, four stories in and think like, oh my gosh, is this real or isn't it? And then kind of realize. But people that go further, much further beyond that thinking it's real get mad but it's like yeah. if there were lizard monsters, like, right. we would all be in a lot of trouble. You know, like God. That's so, so true, yeah. though. Yeah. Maybe flies would be eradicated, though. So I'm I'm okay with that. Mosquitoes. Oh. If they can get rid of mosquitoes and love bugs, I'm down. That she fine. doesn't know what I a know. love bug is. Do you know what a love bug is? Y'all don't have love bugs. Are they up like there. little gnats? Do they bite you? No. Mm-hmm. No. They are the most useless insect known to man. Down here in the South, there's two seasons for them. And mm. all they do is have sex. <laughs> oh, so are there just a ton of them everywhere? They, yeah, they, they swarm for like, t- for, I don't know, two months, twice a year. Mm-hmm. And they, they're like little singletons. Then they connect at the butt and have sex. Oh, gross. And then die. Yeah. That's all oh, they do. what a mess. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. So if we could get the lizard men to eat those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> that would It'd be, be like their porn hub. I'm like, I'm not trying I to cock block exactly. you, but uh, can you get off my car? Thanks. <laughs> no. oh my can you get a room? Thanks. Oh, yuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So unfortunately, no. No lizards to come eat those bugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then you picked, well, I mean, you live there, but Wellesley... I was like, no, this could really happen there because it's, you know, like the history and all of that. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so real. (laughs) That's what's so great about New England. It's just spooky. It just is a spooky setting. So it is a good place to put just like just that kind of like almost realistic could Mm -hmm. be happening type story, especially ghost stuff. Yes. yes, I I did my um my residency for grad school in Salem, Massachusetts, and so did I was you really? yes, I was there for four months, and I was there from August to December. So I got like almost every season. You know, I got the end, very yeah. very end of summer, all of fall, and then the very beginning of winter. So I got like two two weeks maybe I think of snow. Mm-hmm. It was oh, amazing, perfect. but getting to be up there during October and with oh, just I mean it was just it was. Absolutely the best. 
they just do it right. It is mm-hmm. incredible. And it's so beautiful there, too. So mm-hmm. just everything about it is perfect. They really do it right. I've never seen so many colors. I mean, like, because mm-hmm. here, I down know. here, we have hot and hotter, you know? Yeah, yeah. Pine straw or is either, which up there, one time I said pine straw, and they were like, pine what? And I was like, pine straw. And they're like, do you mean pine needles? And I was like... Yes, it's called pine straw down oh, here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we call them pine needles. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was in some special sort of tree. <laughs> oh, yeah, we've got those. <laughs> no, it's just oh. redneck. Like, ours sounds so bad, too. Like, pine straw, ooh, but no, pine needles it is like. Great. Pine needles sounds like we're in Vermont in a Hallmark Christmas movie. Yes. Oh, it yes. sounds kind of harsh. I feel like pine straw sounds like pretty. when did you first realize your love for halloween and all things spooky i don't really remember a time when i didn't like being spooked i remember being little and just taking it too far um (laughs) and then not being able to sleep in my room Um, the first horror movie i saw was nightmare on elm street (gasps) me too i think that's everyone yes oh my god that it was wonderful and awful mm-hmm. um and so disturbing like I think I might have been seven or eight I'm not sure but I have a seven-year-old now and I can't imagine her mm-hmm. watching that movie yes. but I knew that I wanted more of that feeling like that yeah. being scared and then Halloween and everything I just am a total like basic pumpkin spice bitch (laughs) I just love everything about this season everything about it so I think it's just always been there I just like spooky stuff did you have like growing up like a favorite Halloween costume that you ever had your whole life um not really I was always just it's funny like I love Halloween I love everything around it but I don't really care so much about dressing up unless we can think of something really good and funny now I was always like a black cat or a witch. Mm -hmm. You know, the hat was around, so it was like that was easy. Yeah, no, I just was never really that great at the Halloween costumes. I think last year we got invited to a Halloween costume, like a Halloween party, and I thought it was dress up. So I went all in, and I wanted to be Amy Poehler from Mean Girls, where she's like, I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. Like I got a juicy pink suit and I had like a I bought like an old video camera and everything oh my god that's but then like luckily it was like no 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 we're just meeting here before the kids go out for the trick or treat <laughs> I was like oh that's cool yeah totally totally oh my god <laughs> so luckily yeah. I didn't show up in like a hot pink juicy couture I kind of wish you had. But I still got it. So I'm just like waiting to get invited somewhere. And I'm pushing the agenda. Like we just had a PTO party. There's a PTO auction this year. And I was like, I would sell tickets to a, I could throw a Halloween party. And everyone's like, okay, we can think about that. <laughs> okay, fine. You're like, I have the camcorder and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not creepy at all, I promise. No. <laughs> Oh, so maybe someday. We tend to do like cheap, make our own Halloween costumes. Like well, this year. Not yeah, cheap. Like what? Well, yeah, they don't end up usually being cheap because totally. nothing you is. Think, yeah. And we're plus size. So we have to get more fabric and all of the things. We're like, hey, we just spent $40 on. The tool to make a tutu. Yeah. <laughs> 
you know, oh, it's like, it's, so, yeah. So you guys can make that. You can make it yourself. Well, that we don't awesome. like sew or anything like that. Mm-mm. Okay. No. But you can make it look. Yeah. So I think legit. my favorite, Donna and I did like a, I guess a couple's costume, best friend's costume. Yeah. We oh, were Tweedledee and Tweedledom one year. And oh, yes. Great. And so we got, um, we just had like yellow, like shirts. And then okay. we got this sequenced, stretchy, like fabric that looks like it would go on like a leotard. And we made yeah. that the um, suspenders. Yeah, the suspenders. Oh, the suspenders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we did like, we made our own tutus for the like red tool. Oh. And then we had red leggings Mm -hmm. and then we both had blue flats and so we just wore blue flats and then her mom what did we have we had like little headbands that her mom like made like little hats with tool out of it because her mom was way better than us yeah kind of thing oh that is so great yeah i can totally picture i'm picturing them like the cartoon like the Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. exactly oh that's so fun are you doing anything this year well we had i had a halloween party last weekend at my house and i actually Bought, well, we kind of both bought our costume. Anyway, I went as Pennywise from It. Oh, fun. The new one. The new one. Yeah. And so, oh, so crazy. I had like a, it was like a dress. So it was, for, it was for a girl, but I had a dress and then I put on just like black tights and cut holes in it. And I wore red Converse oh. for the shoes. Oh, yeah. And then um, put my hair up in like two kind of, I don't know, pigtails, but not pigtails, but like messy, bally things on my, I don't even know. Puff balls. Yeah, on my head and then sprayed it like an orange color and then just put like really white makeup on and then did like lip scents for the red so it wouldn't smear. Oh Oh. my gosh. It's so unsettling. Mm -hmm. It's just the most unsettling (laughs) look. Yeah. So creepy. That's perfect. Yeah. It turned out pretty good. Yeah. I liked it. Except for I forgot to put the red nose on. I like got halfway through the night and went to blow my nose and I was like. Damn, I don't have my... I didn't do my nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's so fun. So there was a meme, and it's a couple's costume, and it's a guy in a pickle outfit, and then a girl <laughs> in a deer outfit. And so together, they are a dildo. Oh, that's pretty good. So I was like, Carrie... I would never get that. Me neither. <laughs> she didn't, Yes. And so I was like, Carrie, isn't this great? And she's like, oh, yeah, that's so funny. And like, I don't know, a night later, I'm like, we are really going to do this next year. I'll be the pickle. You be the deer. And she was like, oh, yeah, that's going to be funny. What is it? Pickle dough? <laughs> I know. I was like, dear pickle. I know. Well, because there, yes. And because the reason really why good. I laughed so hard the first time is because I had seen the meme. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's funny. Haha. And I was like, wait, what was it again? Why was it so funny? <laughs> That was really cute. I was like, oh my God, pickle dough? Really? I I think the best costume that Donna, if you asked Donna my best costume, she would say the year that I went as Anna Nicole Smith. But again, plus size, right? So I went as Anna Nicole Smith. I made like like a short little skirt and like a skimpy little top. And then I put a sign on me that said, before trim spa, baby. (laughs) Oh oh my gosh, it's so funny. That's like the first thing I think of is her being like, trim spa. Yes, totally. So people were like, not sure if they should laugh or not because I was like making fun of my, you know. So fun. So that funny. is really good. That's really, really good. <laughs> oh, Halloween's fun. It it really is. Yes. It's just the easiest holiday. It's my favorite. It's down. not my favorite. My favorite's Christmas, hands down. But oh yeah. I really do love Halloween. And and Mardi Gras too. This is just I love them all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love them all. 
do you get trick-or-treaters and stuff at your house? We do. Yeah, we get a ton. Oh, we get a lot. We don't hang out for them, though. I just put out the bowl of, um, like, a big, huge pumpkin filled with candy, and I just write, like, the pumpkin king is watching. Oh! You know, <laughs> I take a handful, but that's it. You know? I love that. That's cute. Yeah, it's fun. And we go crazy with the blow-ups and stuff, oh. so it's just, I love that stuff. That part of it I love, you know. Mm-hmm. Costumes I get lazy about, but I like decorating for it. Well, and because you're taking kids trick-or-treating too, though, so that's... Yeah, totally. And I don't want to stay home and, you know, miss that because it's so fun to walk around. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite Halloween candy? I like the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups a lot. Me too. The pumpkins? Yes. They're just so good. Have you had the ones with, like, they have little baby M&Ms in them now? Yeah, the one with the Reese's Pieces in them? The Reese's... They're Reese's Pieces. I thought they were m and <laughs> Whatever they are, they're really good. <laughs> Whatever they put in there, it's really good. Um, Crack, anything. She's yes. She doesn't know. I'm into those. <laughs> it just tastes so good. It's extra chocolate. She doesn't care. That's what I had for dinner last night. <laughs> I got a bag and I just made my way through it. The girls had a couple, but for the most part, I just ate my way through an entire bag of those. Donna and I did that to a bag of M&M's last night before we recorded for a Patreon episode. We ate oh, almost a whole bag of M&M's. I was like, Donna, that was a whole bag in there. And we I had, mean, there's still oh, some. We had we had about half, half left. Of it. <laughs> I mean, it's so easy. They're just so good. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know, I love it. And I feel bad with my kids being like, just have two. Yes. <laughs> because this is mommy's dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when you're an adult, you so can make unfair. that decision for yourself. You can have this for dinner, too. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You're still a growing child. You need yeah. sustenance. Do you have a least favorite candy? Smarties. I just think they're, <gasps> like, lazy. I don't know. I'm, I don't want to, like, offend the smarty community, but I, like, I just don't like them. I don't like them either. <laughs> I don't know. I'm usually just happy with anything with sugar in it, but something about them doesn't even taste like sugar to me. So, well, there, I said it. Here's the question, though. <laughs> do you like sprinkles, like on ice cream and stuff? Do those have a flavor well, to you? Well, yeah, I do, actually. Okay, okay. So I guess too. that doesn't really taste like anything either, but I do. It does to me. I feel, yeah. I feel like it has a taste. We have, like, yeah. fights over, we're like, no, sprinkles have <laughs> taste. We like sprinkles. And people are like, no, they, they don't. They do, I'm like, but I don't yes, think I need do. a spoonful of them. It's like... Maybe the ice cream brings the taste out in True. it or something. True. Yeah. Well, I like a little bit of ice cream with my sprinkles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a little. Like, do you have any traditions with your family from when you were a kid or now with your family? I'm trying to think. When I was little, just trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like Halloween's gotten so much bigger now. Like, I feel like it was, like, day of and trick-or-treating when I was little mm-hmm. and planning the costume. But I think starting in September, I, we put up our blow-up decorations, I think, on, like, September 15th. We went early. <laughs> there is, like, one neighbor that just, like, will not look at us <laughs> anymore. <laughs> so I think, I don't know. And then just, like, with the kids, I just watch all, like, the Curious George Halloween, Toy Story of Terror, Ghostbusters, oh, like, all that fun stuff. And then this year, my oldest daughter, I got her watching the new Ghost Hunters with Grant Wilson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then uh, that Kindred Spirits with Amy Bruni. Yes. And I feel like she's in it now. Like, she gets it. It's going to be just great. Love oh. that. I took her, 
like ghost hunting once. I've never been, but there's like a really haunted old asylum near us and you can walk around. They have trails. So we went and she brought her little iPad and did like the ghost hunting app and just loved it. So, you know, hopefully we'll do more of that kind of stuff. Did you make a post about that or was it in one of your episodes? I think that I made a post about it. I must have. Because she did some like little EVP stuff too. It was really sweet. And there was like a hole in this creepy building. People like kicked a hole through a basement window. And she was fully just sticking her head in being like, hello? (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) We're going to be possessed. Get out. But she just doesn't have any fear. It's great. Did she listen (laughs) to your podcast? No. uh, No. Not yet. I think... um, it's funny, like a lot of stuff goes over our head, but I think because it's me saying it happened, like I feel like that would be too much. Yeah. Oh, true, true. Like talking about the house and all that kind of stuff, I think that would be too much. Yeah. Oh, that's but, true. I you know, that. sometime she will. Like, well, <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> but do you guys do? What do you guys do? Like, do you have stuff that you are like planning for Halloween and or for the whole month? Well, just... Because I moved into this house in like at the end of August of last year. Okay. And so this was the last year was the first year that I had, you know, like outside decorations because it's, yeah. you know, first time in like a house, not a an apartment, you know. And yeah. so, you know, we started, I started decorating outside and then because Donna lives out in the country. And so she okay. came over Halloween, Halloween night and helped me give out candy and stuff like that. I mean, you know, for like the seven people that came, but <laughs> yeah. we did it and it was fun. It's fun. Yeah. And as a kid, we always went trick-or-treating. and Oh, it's just the best. Mm-hmm. That and like fall festivals and stuff. Yeah. At the school. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. And you always liked the uh, cakewalk. What was it, Donna? Didn't you do that? You were... I, Girl, I was always a big girl. Of course I did a cakewalk. <laughs> What's a cakewalk? What's that? You don't know what a cakewalk is. No, I never did it. No. It gave me anxiety. I would see all the people in the gym at the fall festival doing it, and there was like music, and people were walking, and I was like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know the rules, and it gave me anxiety, and I left. Yeah, it's like musical chairs, and so they play okay. music, and there's like, I don't know, twelve chairs. So you go around, and then when the music stops, you have to get in a chair, or you're out. And I am short. But I can go. Like, I'm low to the ground. I will get up in there. Give me... Low center of gravity. I'm like, oh, I can get a cake. Hold hold on. So the winner gets a cake. It's, it's musical chairs, but the winner oh, gets a cake. Mm-hmm. That is so fun. Welcome to the South. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so fun. So you have all I these like grown-ass people. I get a little tent. <laughs> yes. That would make me competitive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. that's great. <laughs> but I remember our haunted whatever that's called fall festival at the school would always have like a haunted house in it mm-hmm. too. And it was usually pretty good. I remember yeah, it was, do you guys do that? Will you do haunted houses? Yes. Yes. Really? Well, I get, well, okay. Like a, like a put on haunted house. Absolutely. Yeah. A real haunted house. I will do it, but I'm so scared. I want to do it. Yeah. Like an actually. Yeah. Haunted yeah. House actual one, yeah. yeah. I know. I want to too, but I feel, I don't know. Well, and see, in I my think. head, hearing your voice, like, I feel like you have all of these experiences of, like, with ghosts. None. But, okay. None. <laughs> None. It's all my imagination. <laughs> so, it's like, I just think, like, what if something follows you home? I know. We, I know. I Even think, though I don't think that really happens, but I don't know. 
Well, I even said in an episode that we were talking about, what were you talking about? And it I was said, our AMA, and you were saying that you were scared of demon attachments. And, and you I were said, like, like, on Ghost in the Birds. I was like, I learned on Ghost in the Birds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm just spreading disinformation everywhere <laughs> with confidence. You know? <laughs> it's all in how you say it. Yes. Exactly. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I would be so curious and I do want to do it, but I'm afraid that I would just freeze. Yes, me too. You know? Or that nothing would happen. I would want something to happen mm-hmm. and really see something, but I don't know. Also, we've only done a like fake haunted house once together. <laughs> And uh, like one of my old coworkers, she like volunteered at it. So she was like, hey, y'all come. I'll get you in like on a VIP night, you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, God. And so (laughs) I was like, okay, Carrie, because we're codependent. I was like, you want to come with me and (laughs) all my work friends to do this? She's like, yeah, sure. And the whole way, because I was like, look, I don't know why. But people love, like, they zero in on me. So, like, the people who, like, get you in line and stuff, I was like, just oh. you wait. They're going to come at me. I, mm-hmm. I think I look innocent or something. So Because you just have such a memorable look. When we go out to dinner, <laughs> truly, they, like, the waiters and stuff will remember Donna from the last time. And they're like, oh, so good to see you. Oh. And then they look at me and they're like, hey. <laughs> or, like, legitimately... You could you could pluck me out and put anybody else sitting at the table with her, and they would think that we were just the same person over and over again because they only oh, remember so Donna. Funny. She just has that such a really distinct. It's, she just has such a distinct look that people just remember Donna, and you literally okay. whoever's with her is chopped liver. Whatever. <laughs> it's because I'm loud. Oh no! So then you're targeted mm-hmm. at yes, and so, houses. Like seriously, every time. So I was like, Carrie, just. And I'm going to freeze up. I know I will. She was like, you're such a little bitch. (laughs) You know, because we're best friends and she could be mean to me. And I was like, I know. Don't blah, 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 blah. We get there and we get inside. This girl screams like I've never heard her scream before. I am like, what Uh, the hell? The whole time. The whole time she was screaming. I would be the same. And I I was like. I can't take it. I was like, who was the bitch, Carrie? Who? Who was that? Oh, you know, the part that she's leaving out is that when the people would start, like, sneaking up to scare us in the line, she would point them in my direction. So I got it triply as bad as everybody else. Mm -hmm. Plus, apparently, Donna said this the other day, and I did not even know this was a thing, but apparently we went through it with, like, a local radio DJ. Yes. And so... Everybody in there was oh, kind of on no. their A game because it was the DJ yes. in there, you know. So it was, a, so they, I think they thought we were actually somebody. Yeah, I mean we're not, and, <laughs> and we weren't. Part of and the group, and you're gonna, yeah, <laughs> advertise for yeah. them. Yeah, and so them. like we oh, were standing outside after it, like you know, talking about it, and like I think like six different characters like came up behind us to scare me specifically because Donna kept fucking pointing at me. Hey. Oh, if you're going to call me a bitch, I'm going to make you mine. (laughs) God, those places are like an instant migraine. I just get so tense. I've only done it once. Well, and it's just like a, it's the perfect beginning to a scary movie. Yeah. Like, is this person really crazy? And I'm going to be the one that gets like... (laughs) 
actually attacked, kind of. Did yeah. they? Are they crazy? And they really did put their chain on that chainsaw. Yes. And I you think chainsaw. they're chasing yep. you, and it's fake. Mm-mm, it's not. Ugh. I know. You wonder how more people don't get hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just seems like, I don't know. Seems like a sociopath's dream. Yeah. Yes, totally. Hopefully they don't listen to this episode, and they're like, ooh, genius idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, I know. Yes. This isn't a challenge. Right. Out there. <laughs> this is like, not like, a how-to guide. This is not a wiki no, how. You get it? You're scary. <laughs> okay, so we know you love books and specifically yeah. horror books. Do you have a favorite author or just horror book? I do. I like the one that I found so unsettling is Come Closer by Sarah Grant. And it's a story about uh, possession, and it's just this, like, regular woman, and as the book goes on, she becomes more and more possessed, so you're only getting glimpses of things that she actually can remember, because other times the demon is in charge. (gasps) And it's just this shorter, it's like a shorter little book, and it really is, like, one of the best books on, like, demonic possession that I've read. It's so disturbing. But that is my favorite, is... um, demonic stuff yeah like um the last days of jack sparks by jason arbach i think is his name that's another one about demonic possession it's like kind of hard it's like a little humorous but it's also really disturbing Hmm. so i like that one too did you get caught up in the dear david twitter story i did me too yeah and like i did kind of around the beginning and then it started and then i just kind of was like okay this is going too far. There were a couple of posts, though, that I was like, this is really creepy. Yes. It was like the tone of it was perfect at first. Yes. You know? Oh, my gosh. I was like hook, line, sinker. It was me. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. There were some, like something with the cat. I can't remember which one or it was like, this just looks real. Yes. Oh. Yeah. It, it was good. Spooky. Really spooky. But right up both of y'all's alley, though, because mm-hmm. it's like... Is it real? Is it not? You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, and then he started tweeting weirder stuff. So it was like, Dear David was taking over, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's what it triggered to me when you were talking about the uh, the lady being possessed, that book, Come Closer. Yes. And so I was like, yes. oh my God, that sounds like Dear David. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Just like a regular person having a life and then all of a sudden stuff starts to get weird. That's so scary. There's another one. Um Will Store versus the Supernatural. It's by this journalist named Will Store, and it's a nonfiction book. And he's just kind of sets out to see if there's anything to the whole paranormal world. It's unsettling. Like there's some stuff that he does that you're like, oh, that's scary because you know he's not really looking to have anything actually happen. Yeah. So that one's really good too. Are these the kind of stuff that you're going to do on your new adventure? Liz reads and yeah, the reads and writes. Yeah, yeah. I figured some. I just wasn't even thinking about it. It's just like everything else with the podcast. It just kind of like I'm like, oh, I better do this. Oh, I have to figure something <laughs> out. So I just somebody wrote on Instagram like, it, are we going to be able to follow what you're doing next anywhere? And I didn't have anything set up, so I just set that website up quickly and. I like, because I used to be a librarian, so I do like, you know, reading and suggesting books. Yeah. Um, so on there, 
that's what I'm hoping to do is just kind of suggest some good scary books that I'm reading. And then um, also just have a place where I can put what I'm doing now too. But yeah, I do love that. I love reading scary books and suggesting them and talking about them. And I just love that. I can't wait because, well, now I'm like, oh, I want to read all of these books. I know. Or, well, mm-hmm. let's just be honest, audiobooks. I know. Yeah, totally. How did you get the idea for Ghost in the Burbs? I wanted to write something kind of spooky. And I feel like all of the spookiness in them is just all swirled together. I just watched so many ghost hunting shows. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's all swirled together. That's sort of the spooky stuff. And then all the, like... Fear Street and Nancy yes. Drew and a bunch of like 80s and 90s movies like um like The Burbs and that Love. Transylvania 65000 I just watched again recently <laughs> and Ghostbusters all that stuff. And then this town is really unique. Like we had just moved out here. We were probably we'd only lived here probably about 6 months when I started writing. And it is a lot of very like type A driven it's just really interesting people. So the characters are 100% influenced by people <laughs> that I've met or like a blend of people. And then once I think of a character and they pop into my head, then it's like they just tell me what happened to them. It's like their personality sort of drives like who's haunting them and how they react. Like the Bloody Mary one, mm-hmm. the third time's a charm. That was like a perfect example of like she just wouldn't, that woman just was not going to react the same way to Bloody Mary as other people would. They'd be terrified. And she was just like, I have a trunk show in my house. <laughs> like, this has to go. Like, yes. and I feel like that's, you know, that's like what it's just kind of nice when I can really picture someone, then they'll tell me what happened in their house, sort of. That is so freaking awesome. I wish that I really knew, like, the supporting characters that went on, like, in your podcast that, like, helped you your character obviously like grow and you know yeah, that, like, like Judith mm-hmm. yeah that um I know it's just kind of people that sort of popped in and they're mixes of my friends sort of they're like mixed up people like little personalities from a couple different people I think my favorite is Biddy yeah me too I need a Biddy like in my life. I know honestly like just like this like kind of factual like kind of funny but I don't know like I feel like she's just very even keel and no nonsense no nonsense and also like the Liz character everybody I feel like Biddy and then Chris based on Mm -hmm. my husband are like really the only two likable characters everybody else is like just not like I feel like Liz is like complaining about this situation that she is a part of the whole time. Like she's like getting as if she's being dragged into this when she's like jumping in fully. Mm-hmm. She's like a part of this whole town and is really in it and living it. But uh, it like isn't seeing that kind of. But I really like I like Biddy and I like Judith and Chris. But other than that, I didn't really think anybody's very likable. <laughs> I like how I like stories like that too. And I like how Biddy, I feel like she evolved like as a character in that she started out more, again, more no nonsense, more serious, more like this is how mm-hmm. it is and this is what you need to do. But then became more of like a, a mentor and guiding and more like softer. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. She definitely softened. Like she was very closed and guarded at first and then sort of softened. I think definitely. I love that we are like these. These are like real people to us. You know, they it's crazy are. how characters <laughs> speak to you and you identify. I know 
that's just, I picture them completely in my head. And that's why, um, I don't know if you guys saw Steph Kelly, who is a producer and an actress. She made a film called 65 Degrees that was based on one of the short stories for a Patreon donor that I would put at the end. And she did such an incredible job with that movie. It's on the, there's a link to it on my website if anybody wants to see it. And she just did the most amazing job with it. And it was like, that's exactly how I pictured it in my mind. It's just like unbelievable. So that would be like my dream to be able to see some of these like made into little shorts or television series. Yes, television series, please. Hulu. I was going to say, Hulu or Netflix would be perfect. Hulu would be perfect. It would just, oh, I would just love it. Well, (laughs) I mean, who knows? Who do you think would play you? I don't know. The real Liz or the character Liz? The the character Liz. The character Liz. Because you could also, but I'm saying, you could have it from the perspective of real Liz writing it and like, oh, live, you know yeah. what I mean? So it depends yeah. like how the perspective of the show. Is she like Ooh. the narrator person at the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like very Truman show. Yes. Yeah. I just pictured um, Murder, She Wrote when you said that. Yes. <laughs> like oh, yeah, God. the typewriter kind Speaking of. Speaking yeah. my language. <laughs> well, so when we were talking about Biddy, I thought of something. I thought of a question that I don't know. It just came to me. Anyway. Do you miss the characters? Like, do you, as, as a, because I don't understand writing at all. Like, that's not how my brain works. I'm all science. So do you, yeah. now that you're not doing the podcast, do you almost have to mourn the loss of these characters as a part of your life? Yeah, I think it's like the world of it. I definitely do. And it's been, it was about, I think, three and a half years of, always thinking what's the next story and who's the next character. And then it would just, it would just kind of all come together. So definitely like that whole process I miss. And since like once in a while, like something will pop in my head, like, oh, that would be a good like, ghost of the burp story. Yeah. You know, when I think of something, but it was just, I just, it got to be so much. There's only so, when I think about it, like there's only so many, there's like one scary story. Like this scary thing happened to me and then it was over. <laughs> like, I feel like that's, so how many of those could I put in this interview format? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it was that I was happy that like it was done. I felt like I care, I covered all the little like creepy monsters and ghosts and demons, everything that I wanted to cover and I just didn't want to keep going with it so I do miss it and it was hard to end it but it also felt like such a relief yeah well and it ended in a good space yeah I hope so that was one thing that was just killing me for the whole time like when I was on the fifth story I was thinking how am I going to end this yeah (laughs) you know and then it just kept going I was happy with the way it ended. I mean, no one's, not everyone's going to be happy, but I was happy with the way it ended. I liked that evil guy. I liked him. Well, and I think it leaves you devil. open to, you can do other projects yeah. still with it in the future if you wanted to yeah. write a book about it to kind of, you know, totally. put a bow on it as people would want it. You know what I mean? Versus kind of that ended. Yeah, totally. Do you think, like how you did Claire and Lilith, would you do it mm-hmm. with like Biddy or Judith having their own book or series oh. or anything like that? Oh, that's a fun idea. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, God. Now my mind's going to start like, <laughs> spinning out into that. Donna is oh, so... Oh, that would be really fun. Look, if you need ideas like that, <laughs> Donna is so good at taking like what you already do and are good at 
and then taking it to like the next level where you're like, I should write a book about Biddy. You know, like it's like, oh, she's so great at just helping you take it to that next level where you're like, shit, why didn't I think of that? That is such a gift to be able to do that Mm -hmm. for people because when you're in it doing your own thing, you don't see all the, like you just, you don't see anything but you're part of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's excellent. Well, it's because I'm a fan of, you know, because I think about that then because I do want to know more about Biddy and Judith. Yeah. And even like, a short story from Chris's perspective or something like that. Oh, yeah. Totally. I know. (laughs) That sounds great. I mean, you know, like I need all of these things like yesterday. (laughs) Can you just stay up all night and write them and then just email them to Donna and she'd be happy. (laughs) Oh, that's fantastic. I don't, yeah, I don't think that world is done. There's just so much there. Even just, um, like with Lilith, like knowing more about her life and her family. Like, I feel like there's other stories I'd like to do that with, Mm -hmm. but it is fun to think of the whole world from another character's perspective. Yeah. When you were doing Lilith and you said the scribe on there, I was like, it's Mm -hmm. Liz. Mm -hmm. It's Liz. I know her. Like it's her. And I'm like, Oh wait, okay. It's just me and my dog in the car. No one else is here. All right. <laughs> there were so many times, at the, especially at the end of episodes, where I would be like, <gasps> you know, oh my God, I didn't see that coming. Yes. Oh, that's loved so it. fun. I feel like that's just like me trying to pattern after like the like Fear Street, like mm-hmm. dun dun dun. Yes. Like that was just my favorite thing. Yes. Like that's what I'm just always going for that little tiny, like, I don't know. Silly twist. Yes, I love it. And I loved your detail. Like, I know that you had gotten a review where it was like, we don't care what you eat. But it's like, no, I do yeah. because it that's a what I relate to. Yeah. Like how you say, yeah. oh, I want it to be a series. I picture everything in my mind mm-hmm. when you said it anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'd probably be pissed yeah. when it's a series because I'm like, that is not how I pictured it. These are <laughs> I not what I thought, you know, but like the muffins. Yeah. And the I swear coffee. I was thinking the muffins and the co- and I'm like, I just want yeah, some coffee and a muffin. Coffee. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And just seeing their perfect ponytails and, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, oh, my God, I know. Like, I, I, can, I know someone like that mm-hmm. or I want to be that. You know? Yes. Yeah. That's totally it. Because, again, it's that same thing of like, there's only so many demonic possession or mm-hmm. monster stories mm-hmm. or haunted house stories it's kind of like the people and how they react to them is more fun to think about yeah definitely yeah so you did a great job with that it truly thank you. is like thank one you. of my all-time favorite podcasts mm-hmm. i've listened to oh, thank you very much your podcast uh three times oh my gosh thank mm-hmm. you well i guess i should say like i mean it's when it was before you finished it because I'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, gotta go back. I'm caught up. Let me go back. Because, oh my God, it's so good. And every time then I'm like, oh, wait, I caught that now. Like, now that ties into this episode mm-hmm. that I just listened to. You know, oh, I love it. That is one thing I'm like, oh no. Like, I feel like there's so many things I never knew where anything was headed. So there are, there are so many loose ends. <laughs> that I'm like, I can't even imagine what I have not what I've screwed up. But those loose ends, though, are not necessarily a bad thing because it's where you can take it now. 
Yeah, it's true. They could lead elsewhere. Yeah. It's very true. So really, you're genius. <laughs> oh, there you go. It was all intentional. Exactly. <laughs> start to finish. I had this whole thing mapped out. From the, from the jump, you had like a murder board in your, in your room. Exactly. exactly. And you knew all the characters before anybody did. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Do you watch a lot of TV other than like reality ghost stuff? Because there's this new thing. I think it's called Evil. Mm-hmm. Oh, and what is that? Uh, it's got the guy who played Luke Cage. I it's on like ABC or NBC. It's on one yeah, of the primetime. Where he's like okay. um, a religious figure and he believes in demonic presence and like supernatural oh. stuff. And then he's paired with a scientific person and she doesn't believe oh. in it. And so like it just goes at it that angle. But it's like a drama. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to look it up. That sounds awesome. That almost sounds like, like X-Files-y, but then with, like, demonic stuff yeah. instead of... Yeah. That sounds really good. It's on my oh, DVR. I hadn't watched it yet. It's, but everybody that's watched it is like, it's so good. Mm-hmm. I like it. There's something like that. There's something everybody's talking about, too, on Netflix that I keep meaning to look up. It's supposed to be really scary. It's like a writer goes back to her hometown and realizes this st- the horror stuff that she was writing about actually was real. Marianne. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love stuff like that. Yeah. It's so bad. I feel like I go to bed at like 7.30 or 8 o'clock at night. Oh. <laughs> so I don't have that a lot like in heaven. Me. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's like eating candy for <laughs> adults. I can do whatever I want. I'm going to bed. <laughs> That's so funny. Donna doesn't let me. She makes me do podcast stuff and work. <laughs> do you guys stay up late? Well, we have been for October. We've because it's just been yeah. we are doing like thirty one nights of Halloween, and so oh my gosh, like, we try That's to a commitment. yeah. So we're yes. doing something for every day. It's not always extra content, but like sometimes it's like a ring. Like we did, we released a ringtone of our. Intro. Yeah, or intro. You know, so it's something. Oh, no, that's great. Yeah, something for the listeners every single day, whether it's on Patreon or the main feed. And so it's just been a lot of extra wow. content that we've been recording. this. So this month has been busy, but it's been so much fun because we've gotten to do so many fun stories. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like when you're really in it, it's just so, it's so fun. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel like you get too saturated and you're like, I've gone too far and now I'm scared? Does it ever, especially when you guys do true crime too, like when you're mixing the two, that's like, I don't know. Do you know that feeling Mm -hmm. that I mean when you're like, oh, I've consumed way too much? Sometimes I do that when I'm really deep in like a really awful, I mean, they're all awful, but awful, awful serial killer or something like that. Like when I did like the toy box killer. I was just going to say, I heard you guys talking about the toy box killer, I think in one of your past episodes. I cannot know a thing about that one. That one is so bad. It's It's bad. It's bad. And you know, when we, when I did the episode, Donna was like, yes, because she wanted to do it, me to do it. And then when I started talking about it, she was like, oh, this is really bad. Never mind. I wish you hadn't done it. (laughs) So sometimes I have moments where I'm like, you know what? Because I've always been one that like that investigation discovery channel is my jam. I go to sleep watching that or forensic files. Every single night. Yeah. It's just what I do. But there are, there has been times where I have to like, okay, I need to actually not watch that because I'm kind of over murder right now. Yeah. Like it just gets to be like, ooh, I've gotten Mm -hmm. in too deep. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, I get like ultra paranoid and I feel like I'm either in a scary movie or like a thriller and I'm like, that person over there, have they like walked past me three times and they're looking at me, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, oh, wait, no, they're just in line. Okay, cool. Oh. You know, and so, yeah, it gets in my head. Yeah, 
Definitely. It makes me paranoid. I had, I was sitting in the parking lot, the library parking lot, just talking to my sister on the phone. And this man walked up to the car and like knocked on the window and I started to put the window down and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But he was just this like busybody. Like, would you mind? Which, okay, I get it. But he was like, would you consider turning off your car? No. While, like not idling? Oh my god! And I was just like, get the fuck away from yes. the car w- right now. It was all I could do to be like, you do not walk up to a woman who no. car, first of all. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? But also, I think it was just an angry reaction because it's like, yeah, I probably should turn the car off, but that's none of your business. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. But it definitely, like, I was like, is this the moment? Like, I've opened the window. That was so stupid. You yes. Know what I mean? And he's going to, like, rip me out of the car. Yes, absolutely. Like, I don't know that I have good instincts. <laughs> I like to think that I do, but I don't think that I do. I know. Well, because we're, like, so in a bubble like we're like don't open doors for strangers but when you're in broad daylight and someone comes up you're like oh what do you need and then you're like oh shit no yeah so i don't know but i know what you mean like it just gets in your head Mm -hmm. that stuff do you have anything that's in the works right now like book wise yeah (gasps) can you tell us yes i um when i took the hiatus this summer i wrote a book that is called The Cul-de-Sac, and it's about this, like, wonderfully haunted, like, demonically infested cul-de-sac. And I'm working my way through the first draft now, just kind of cleaning it up. And what I would really love to do is try to find a literary agent so I could actually get this one traditionally published Mm -hmm. instead of self-publishing it. So that is my next goal, and I hope to just really do that through the end of the year, just, like, hope to really work on that. I do think about publishing the Ghosts and the Burbs stories, like really just cleaning them up, maybe 10 at a time, like across five volumes, mm. which might be, I don't know, maybe, or and also cleaning up all the audio or re-recording it and then putting the, it on Audible mm. too, just like 10 stories at a time. So it would sort of be like a series yeah, without all the intro and all that kind of stuff. So that's a thought. And then I just have to get this, book edited and then I can just start writing again. But what I would like to focus on is writing books. Yeah. The business of the podcast just got to be too much for me. Like all that answering the emails and dealing with the Patreon stuff and the merch and the, all of that, that just, I felt like it was kind of taking away from the writing. Mm-hmm. So if I can, I just figure like I might as well just try and really focus on it and try to do it and see if I can get it going. Cause that's what I would really like to do is just Right books? Yeah. Well, and you're great at it, and you have yes. the fan base, so. <laughs> Thanks. So let's just hope I can find somebody who will believe me that, like, no, people will read this if you publish it. I hope. Yes. <laughs> we'll see. Well, also, like, if you find someone that you, not, like, a huge thing, but something that's more, like, indie publisher that's, like, yeah. on Twitter or something, get your Ghost yeah. in the Bourbonites to tweet them, too, or something, Mm-hmm. Like yeah, to her harass. You just stick them on. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll please. retweet and everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. I know it's all that stuff that I'm so I'm just not very savvy. Well, with. Donna is, and so <laughs> to get batty about Don, legitimately, about okay. Donna is. So just uh, message all right, us. Then I'll just send emails and yes. ask, like, what am I supposed to do now? Yeah, seriously, <laughs> just tell me. I don't know how Donna knows these things, but she does. <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> podcast. YouTube. That's awesome. Yep. And podcast. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
It's like the information's out there. It, it really is. And then I, that's my problem, though. I research and research and research, and that's like the history, like, person in me. I love to, like, hoard yeah. information, and then it's like, oh, now I have to execute on it? Eh, all right. Let me research something else, uh, you know? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It's like I just want a stack of books and I just want to go really deep into yes. something. And then it's like, but I don't want to have to do anything with that information. Yes. Yeah. See, and I'm like, give me the Cliff's Notes version. <laughs> I like, I'm the person that's like, Donna, can you read this letter and tell me what it says? Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> I just don't, I can't, it's my ADHD. I can't, I mean, I truly can't do it. But you're a doer. Mm-hmm. I'm a, like, if we're putting something together, I'm like, here, Donna, read the instructions to tell me what to do. And I, again, put it together and she tells me what to do. Oh, that's perfect. That's just perfect. Now, I mean, we argued because she's like, are you sure? And I'm like, I'm reading the instructions. And I'm like, give me the damn instructions. And I'm like, okay, you're right. (laughs) But that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) We're like an old married couple, but. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. It's perfect. You have the perfect relationship for a podcast. I love it. We have been friends. We've known each other since second grade. Oh my god! Yeah, so that we, is amazing. I know we, but I've, we've been like well, no wonder. Yeah, that. we've been best friends since high school, though. Yeah, Aww. it was together. It, in I was gonna say it was touch and go in college when we lived in a dorm room the size of a shoebox. It was touch and go. Because I was, she called me Tasmanian Devil. Because mm-hmm. she would be, look, this is why we're like an old married couple. She would be at home in the dorm, and I would be at work. And I don't, I'm the one that had a job, and she's the one that had all the damn money. Tell me how that worked. But, and I like to hoard. Yes, and I would come home from work, and I worked at Domino's, and so I had all the cornmeal on my shirts and stuff. And so I would come home and, for, to the dorm, and I'd be like, shoom, 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 and she would have it all clean, and then I would destroy it in 0.2 seconds. She's she like, I cleaned oh, all day. <laughs> oh, God. You couldn't make me go back to a dorm room at like 18 years old. You know what I mean? If you paid me. me oh, my gosh. Well, now not at that age. Looking at stuff now, I'm like, wait, you're like, you can decorate your dorm like that, isn't it? Crazy? Well, and I'm like, what you mean you have your own bathroom, right? I know it doesn't. It seem crazy. I know. I feel like we just didn't know that any of that was possible. Right? <laughs> it's just like, no, you're just gonna cram in here, get cheap sheets and a cheap bedspread, yeah. and just deal with it. And the <laughs> dorm room, like the dorm that Donna and I lived in. The last one is the university has torn it down. Like it was such a shithole. <laughs> it's like been torn down and replaced. And I'm like, totally. y'all don't even know what you, you know, I know. you don't even know what you it don't know. It was just expected. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Which there's something to be said for that too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of Yes, nice. absolutely. Well, because it makes great stories and it makes you who you are. Yeah, totally. Okay. So I guess lastly, just a little okay. fun like thing. Because Donna's mm-hmm. on this kick of asking very random questions to people. <laughs> okay. Um, and <laughs> I love she it. just, she just does. Okay, anyway. So, one thing that we've been doing lately is fuck, Mary kill. Have you ever done that? Where okay. we give you three? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, horror movies. So, fuck, Mary kill, mm-hmm. Jason, Michael, and Freddy. Okay. It's easy. Mary, Freddy, because he's the only one that has like a personality, mm-hmm. you know? He's funny. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, at least. Even though gross. <laughs> Um, and then Jason and Michael. So fuck Jason because he's just so like, (laughs) you know, he would just throw you around that room and yeah. (laughs) 
and then kill Michael because he's just such like a big dullard. Like, yeah, it's just useless. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, you know, so just put him out of his misery. <laughs> Though, would Jason have sex because he didn't like premarital uh, sex? <laughs> I don't know. And they all kind of go for that, don't mm-hmm. they? Though, but and then that's true. with Freddie. Oh, those hands, though. <laughs> I mean, that's like I having know, sex with Edward sister hands. That's true. Well, you could have a sexless marriage. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> with him, yes. Touche. Yeah. <laughs> or put like mittens on him. Okay, I, yeah. you know when you said that, all I went to straight was grease when he's like, put your mittens on your kittens and away we go. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes. Yes. I, why can we relate anything back to a movie or a TV show? Literally anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, because it's like we just love to consume them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're part of <laughs> our lives. It. Yes, it's just story. That's one thing that I loved learning in library school. Like, that everyone consumes story in a different way or all the ways. And no matter what it is, like, that's what it is. It's just like, you know, podcasts is just like having someone tell you a story mm-hmm. and movies, everything. It's all the same thing. So I feel like there's no, I don't know, like the kind of people are that are just like into really serious books or it's just, that's just silly. It's whatever you want to read or listen to or watch is the best. Yeah. Anything you want to tell anybody listen you know what I mean like is there anything that you like oh yeah well I guess I'm still pretty much just on Instagram at Liz reads and writes um and also I'm still a little active on ghosts in the burbs Instagram as well um because stuff still is kind of going on I still there's new listeners Mm -hmm. now because it's Halloween Mm -hmm. since it's the high holy season I feel like I'm getting so much like I'm still getting emails and stuff which is really fun because I feel like I'm getting to enjoy it without the pressure of having to produce mm-hmm. it, which is great. And then LizReadsAndWrites.com is kind of where I'll be updating what I'm up to now. That's so exciting. I cannot wait to see where the world that you've created goes. Right? I don't thank you. Yeah, me too. And I still cannot believe we're talking to you. Same. <laughs> I remember one time. <laughs> I can't believe I'm talking to you guys. This is awesome. I, was it, did she retweet or like, some, retweeted or like something that we did? And we flipped our shit. <laughs> we were like, like oh my God, it. Liz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, isn't that just so I'm funny? pretty sure I still have it in my phone. <laughs> Not even going to lie. <laughs> I mean, I just love it. I feel like this podcast, like, I feel like I've just found my people. I don't know anyone who likes this stuff oh, at well, all. Welcome no home. <laughs> I mean, so it's just wonderful. That's just great. That we, the people who are part of this community that's, with this podcast is just amazing. Our mm-hmm. the Facebook group is without a doubt like check it out because the people are so supportive of oh. everybody and it yeah. is just it's so kind. There's not drama. There's not you know of course we have like the Facebook rules because you have to because you know yeah totally. I mean when you've yeah. got that many people in a group you know you got to have some rules. But anyway, but it's it's Fully. just every I don't know it's just so wonderful. It is. It's great. It's like a certain, it's just like you kind of know if somebody likes like the scary stuff and the true crime stuff. It's like, you're like, okay, I get it. Yeah. I see you. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's great. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. This was so, it was so great talking to you guys. Thank you for asking me to do this. I'm really honored. I, well, thank you. Gosh, we are like, 
I don't need, like, I know I keep saying it, but it's like, it's, we're so excited that you said yes and yeah. even read the message. <laughs> I know we were like, let's just throw it out there. Yeah, and we'll just ask her. See? I mean, worst thing can happen. She just doesn't yeah. set, do it or doesn't even read it or doesn't even, you know, know that we. No, I was so excited. That's great. So we, yes, we truly appreciate you being part of us. We know, I can think of at least. 15 people that mm-hmm. listen that are going to be like, holy shit. Yes. <laughs> That's great. That's fantastic. And look, I do not keep a secret well, and I have not told anyone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whew. It's about to be out of the bag, and I'm oh, that's so excited. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. Oh, for Halloween. Yes. The High Holy Week. Yes. And remember, creep it real, and, and don't, don't get, get scared. scared. And don't forget your nightlight. <laughs> I'm so excited. I love it. I love it. I love it.